What's up guys and welcome back to the Mouse Podcast. Here we are talking about gaming mice and today we're got a little bit different episode than last time. We're gonna give our top three mice, each of us, and let's see how it goes. I think we're gonna have a little different list, but, but yeah, let's see. How have you been last week, in the last week? Ah, you go first, yeah. so, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been um, working on, on a new review of the Royal Free Wireless. And um, yeah, that's pretty much finished. And then on to the onto the next one. Don't know what it'll be. Okay, okay. I actually have some questions about that mouse later, so I definitely want to pick his brain before the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an interesting mouse. Yeah, let's see. I'm gonna review it that, that also in like two weeks or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, my week's been going pretty good. Just just work. Uh, haven't had chance too much to stream. And weekend's coming up, so it's going to be Death Out of V2 Pro Wireless review time. Uh, the NP01 arrived, but now they have to send another sample, which uh, maybe I'll talk about later today. Maybe I, I won't. We'll see how the show goes. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend and playing some games. All right, all right. Yeah, I've been all right as well. I've been reviewing the a mouse pad most mostly this week and testing testing different mice, the Thera V2 Pro and the, a little bit of the SteelSeries Rival 3 wireless already, but yeah, more on that in the future. But I guess we could start with the top threes. I mean, I can go first if you guys don't mind. Sure thing. Yeah, go for it. Oh, wait, are you going to say all three at once or are you starting from three, then two, then one or one, then two, then three? I suppose That's a good point. Yeah, maybe we should do that. So everybody goes the third first, and yeah, in that order. Do you, did you mean that? No, I just I wasn't sure which which order you were going to go with. To be honest, ah, okay, I think okay. you you say all three at f like first, but I say I guess go one at a time, and we can give you some feedback or questions. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. So yeah, I'm gonna. I haven't really thought that, thought about it before too much, but I have three mice that are like I think are the best for me, and mostly what I. What I uh, what I consider important in mice is the performance, obviously, and then value for your money. So I think that there are three clear favorites for me. The order is quite random, and just for me personally, I would say that the third one. This is this. I don't think anybody else of anybody else, anyone one of us will have this in their list, and not many people would have in their top three. But it's going to be the Logitech G three hundred five, and it's it's one of my favorite mice. It's an, the shape is absolutely amazing, and I love that it's wireless and it's very cheap. So, do you have any comments regarding that? The egg mouse. Yeah, egg mouse, exactly. <laughs> I mean, at it's, least yeah. that's not my personal favorite shape because I, I prefer a mouse with like flatter sides. But I think you just have to look at some of like the top aimers. I think um, Sirius, for example, which is an is an incredible Kovacs player and equally good at Quake as well. I think he mains that mouse or he mained it for a while. So um, there's something there. Uh, are you generally more into into egg shapes or or, or is it just uh, the the 305 you like in particular? Uh, generally, I, I'm not sure because I don't know that many egg shapes myself. But I'm I'm into like medium sized claw grip much because I'm a long time claw gripper. So and my hands are 19 centimeters long and 10 centimeters wide. So I like this medium-sized mouse that I still have like good room to uh, place all my fingers in. But those are the kind of mice I prefer. And I, I've, I've used the, one of the G100S, I think, was one of the initial mm -hmm. sort of like egg shapes. 
And then there is one before that. I think it was, was Logitech G1 or something. I'm not sure. But it was quite similar. Uh, I, and MX300 also. That was like like 10 years ago or something. I don't know if you guys remember that. I do, yeah. Did, did they roll out? Because I see it's got the Hero sensor. Um, I assume that's the version you've got as well. Did they roll out the, the firmware update for that one as well? I know recently Logitech were talking about, was it uh, 25,000? Uh, the the 25k uh, update, as far as I've seen, is only for the 16k. Ah, the 16k uh, one. Okay. Version, and the 305 still runs on the 12k. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it at least in the G Hub. So yeah, that's that must be true. Yeah. Actually, I've seen a couple of um, yeah benchmarks or tests regarding uh, the 25k update, and it's actually quite a bit worse in terms of uh, CPI accuracy and speed-related accuracy variance. So overall, probably good idea, at least for now, to. Uh, to hold off. Hold off on it, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, for me with the, the G305 and, and particularly that kind of shape, the reason I don't like the eggshell design is if I, I, I'm more of a palm grip. So my pinky and my ring finger are kind of straight when I'm holding the mouse rather than sort of turned inwards gripping it. And I hate when my pinky finger goes underneath it. So like as far as Logitech is concerned, I'd be more of a G Pro wireless kind of guy. All the previous... G100S, which I, I actually know uh, wins another Quake professional and Overwatch professional as well for a while. He modded um, uh, another Logitech sensor into the G100S himself. Yeah, he, he ported a G303 PCB into it. So which is so changes, right? Just yeah, sort it's, of ones. It's actually, it's surprisingly easy. I think... Um, uh, basically, you just have to file down uh, the bottom shell a bit and just find a way to, to secure the PCB. And that's pretty much it. Um, the, the sensor hole is pretty much perfect fit and the, the main buttons fit as well. So basically, just get rid of the side button PCB and, and put it in there. Yeah, yeah. I see this is also the, um, the G305 is the battery one as well, right? It's not power play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what makes it cool or what makes it great is the fact that you can put it a triple A lithium ion battery in there, and then it's what, like eighty four grams or something, and the weight balance is cool with that. So yeah, feels good for me. Yeah, huh, cool. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad uh, choice. I'd say. I mean, not my cup of tea, but you can I think you can't go wrong with a Logitech mouse, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Then my, let's go forward. So my second one. Uh, the battle with the second and the first, it's close, but there's one one major flaw in the, or not major, but one flaw that's not in the first one, that's in this one is the lift of distance. And the, maybe you, some of, one of you guessed at least that the second one is going to be the Razor Viper Mini. Mm -hmm. I think it has a great shape. It's a great mouse. All, all around, it's a great mouse. I think the clicks are very good for mechanical, uh, sorry, optical switches. The clicks are amazing, in my opinion. It has great scroll wheel, good feet, good cable. The cable is not the best I've tried, but it's still good enough. And again, the value for money is pretty insane on that that one. So that's my second spot. If it had better lift of distance configuration available in Synapse or something, I mean, it has it, but 
I really, I really could not get the lift of distance to go low enough as low uh, as I want. Have you tried the the updated firmware, which is supposed to lower the yeah. LOD? Yeah, I tried it and it didn't help in didn't my help. case at all. Uh, have no. you used any uh, any of these um, custom pad presets or just uh, the the default one? Yeah, well, if you if you take the new firmware, the the only thing it does it helps with the default setting. So if yeah, you try exactly. with the custom settings, yeah. then it mm -hmm. then it won't. But some of those custom setting, settings made it better, but they still did not make it like yeah. super good for me. I don't yeah, know I, I think it's sorry. sorry it's, we can <laughs> carry on. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's really difficult to to get the sensor to to yeah below two dVd uh, or just generally uh, low LED levels because um, it's it's basically a a very yeah legacy sensor architecture it's based on it's basically um, throughout uh, at least three or four uh, revisions it's basically a AM010 uh, which is yeah it's not a G402 like Old Logitech sensor. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, carry on with, with what you're saying. Um, what was I going to say? That's the question. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. It's to do with the surface calibration. I don't know. This I have this really annoying OCD where I can't... I just like to use my mouse in the default setting out of the box. Like I, you look at like Logitech or, or Razer Synapse and like they have like asymmetrical liftoff distance settings now and all this other cool stuff. I, I literally just leave everything at default. Um, I ha I don't even try the custom service calibrations. In my head, I'm like, this must be doing something bad or adding latency. And obviously it's not doing any of that, but like I just, I don't know, something about just taking the mouse out of the box and using it as it is, just changing polling rate. Um, it's the same for me with DPI as well. Uh, like I used 1800 on the depth adder for years because it was the default step. Um, and then they changed it from, I think, the depth adder V2 to 1600. And now I use that just because uh, it was out of the box. So it's funny. I, I, I prefer companies to offer all this cool software customization. But when it comes down to it, I still just use the default stuff. Um, out of some stupidity, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I it's mean, not, I... it's not, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, I mean, it's, there is some, some uh, truth to it because, um, of course, it's not uh, the same for, for all sensors, but for the 3366, for example, uh, doing the surface uh, calibration will bring LOD levels to a point where tracking quality indeed can suffer a bit. Uh, Basically, okay. um, the, the image uh, the sensor will, will be able to see uh, can become blurry to the point that um, latency actually ramps up to compensate. Huh. Oh, you've just added another level of OCD for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> But it's interesting you chose the, the, the Viper Mini, though. I'd be curious to know if you've tried the Death Adder Mini, the Death Adder V2 Mini as well. Because um, isn't, isn't that even smaller? Or you, I know you prefer ambi shapes, but same sensor, just different shape. Any thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, I tried the Death V2 Mini and I like it for how cheap it is, you know. I bought it from AliExpress and it's the best place to buy it in uh, Finland at least and it cost me like $30 or something. So it's definitely the best mouse I've tried for that cheap. I mean, usually in Finland we have to pay even for the Razer Viper Mini, that's like $40 I think in US or something. In Finland it's 50 euros, which is about $53. And the G305, that's about 45 euros, I think, here, or mm. 40 euros. Mm. So, but yeah, the Death V2 Mini for the price, it's good. And I didn't find anything that wrong about the shape. Or or it wasn't a great shape because it's so small. And Ambimice that's so small is quite weird. But I still could play with it just fine. Fair enough, fair enough. And I think the just final final point. The Viper Mini has the V2 optical switches, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Same as the Death Adder V2 Pro then. Oh, so mouse number two is the, uh, the the Viper Mini for you then? Or wait, actually, isn't uh, it's? Um, I guess the newer versions are, are are updated with the newest sort of switches, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Was there is there like version one and version two for the optical razor optical switches? Uh, not really. I mean, the switches uh, themselves are pretty much uh, the same. It's just the the button mechanism that yeah. has been updated on on more recent uh, revisions. Yeah. yeah. So those are my three and the third and second. And the first one, this is this is pretty hard. Uh, Wait, before you answer, is it? Yeah. The mouse you choose to use, or is it the mouse you want to use but can't use, and you still rate it as best? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think either one I choose, it will be like very good for me. I I like to use it, okay. and I think it's best because, well, I have to I have to put the, I will put my first choice will be because I think this is better for general public, like the masses this is good for. It's better for the masses and it's very good for me also. But there is another option, I'm going to say it afterwards. But Endgame Gear XM1 is my first choice and especially the version 2, the one with the good cable and changed coding and I don't remember what else it had, uh, better mouse feed. Mm -hmm. It's a very good claw grip mouse again. It's slightly uh, larger than I would like that's the best for me, but but it's still good enough. I mean, my hands, as I said, 19 centimeters long, 10 centimeters wide. It feels good. Uh, it has very good, uh, it has the 3389 sensor, I, I believe. It's the best in the market, although not that much difference with the other top tier sensors. It has very good clicks. It has also this patented switch technology, analog, analog switch technology, but <laughs> I could not feel the difference to any any <laughs> other, other uh, switch. Mm, didn't feel any faster. I'm not sure if Sogal has done any testing regarding that, the switch uh, actuation speed or response rate. Yeah, it's actually difficult to test. The, the usual uh, way of doing it uh, doesn't work due to yeah. the analog click technology. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that I think is the best best mouse in my list. And it why I read it first is because it's so good for multiple different hand sizes and grip styles. So yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of that that mouse. <laughs> I I have to admit that I I uh, there is one more mouse that it's as as we talked before that we started the podcast. It's pretty hard to like 
get, get only three good mice and order them together. But if I would have to, like, at least, if I could give one more, I would say the extra 5 M4. It's one of my all-time favorite mice, uh, but I think that, that it's the shape is something that some people really hate that shape. It's quite aggressive, the backside of the mouse, but it's one of my favorites, but it did not get into my top three this time. Let's uh, see next time. Uh, have you tried the, the newer XM1s or, or just the, the original one? Uh, I have tried the version 2 and then I also have the RGB version. Oh, so, with the yeah. improved cable. Yeah, improved yeah. cable in yeah. both of them, yeah. The cable is very good on, on those yeah. newer versions. Yeah, I really, uh, I, sorry, I really like how um, low profile it is up at the front when I was reviewing it. That was like the biggest um, plus about it for me. It just felt like you're like more holding a pen almost, like pins are gripping it. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's also, if you, uh, it has this sort of like uh, the similar like back of the back side of the mouse that the G305 has. It's sort of this diamond kind of shape in the back back side. It's hard to explain, but but yeah, it's definitely a lot different in the shape. It's a lot different than the G305 and the Viper Mini, but still, yeah. No, I don't think you can go uh, wrong with it. They did they did big. I mean, it's the first mouse as well, right? I think the strangest they, thing they, for they, me they. is that they've still not released an ergonomic mouse. It's been, <laughs> and also, the strangest thing for me is I remember seeing the RGB version at like a Gamescom two years ago, and it's only just been released. Um, so I, it took it took them a while to bring that to market. Yeah, no. I mean the the guy who who works for them and who also did the XM1 shape, um, Johnny R. That's uh, his name, I think. Um, he is, as far as I know, um, basically um, ambidextrous extremist. So he's not. I, I don't think we'll ever see an um, ergo shape from him. Mm. I do have um, kind of one question. Maybe one of you guys knows more about it. I haven't had the chance to sit down with any of the the devs working on the the firmwares for either mouse, but I know like the the M4 and the XM1, they both use the 3398 uh, or whatever. Um, if that's the sensor name, I've just mind blanked. But ultimately, uh, they're one of the only sensors, uh, those sensors that have no smoothing all the way up to maximum level. The thing that I've always had OCD with is uh, like when it comes to DPI variants, for example, it doesn't have any impact, I'm sure. But like when I was using the an old Death Adder, where it's supposed to be like uh, no smoothing at any step apart, like below, I think 1,900. My 1,800 DPI step was like 1,880, very close to the limit. So <laughs> I, I assume the smoothing, like the no smoothing above a certain limit, is based on the the setting in the software. Yeah, usually it's it's just a value uh, within the firmware. Mm -hmm. And any any deviation is usually just uh, due to physical um, deviation. Uh, I mean the, the mounting height or stuff like that. So yeah. it's not really accounted for when uh, the firmware setting is set. Mm. But yeah, so the XM1 actually has a setting as well, right? Called is it? I think it's yeah, it's, control, it's, um, it? what's it called? Ripple uh, control. Ripple control yeah. yeah, that's actually the name uh, within the the firmware register. Basically. I guess it's just for people if they really, really want to use the maximum DPI and they for some reason go with it and experience some 
jitteriness they can yeah it's, it's, it's some setting that's been added um that hasn't been uh, available for the 3360 i don't know why it's exclusive to the 3389 but yeah it's it's special in that regard that you can actually turn all smoothing off probably money <laughs> <laughs> i suppose that's the yeah, main I'm, reason it's yeah. got to be because otherwise every mouse would have like uh, like for, there's got to, there's almost no reason for the the razor viper uh mini or the death Adder v2 mini you know the second pick for for um for camis to, to not have the top of the range sensor if not for money so yeah Oh, not a bad top three, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Could be a little bit different, but that's it today, at least. Yeah, it'll change next week, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably tomorrow. at least one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's, uh, if you don't have any any other comments, I guess one of you, one of you continue with your top, top three. I'd just like to just make one comment just, just right now, and it's a plea to end Game Gear to please, if they make a new mousepad in future, just get rid of some of the big branding on the pad. They have a really nice E logo or whatever it is, the EN logo. I can't, I assume it's, or an E and a D, I think it is. But either way, the, the simple logo is awesome and they should just have that on the mouse pad and not anything else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have the MP, the uh, Cordura pad and yeah, it has the whole text. It's quite weird. Isn't there some version which has a smaller logo? Uh, I can't remember. Or, or was it announced? can't see it on their website. I'm just having a look oh, okay. now. I think there was talk about it originally. They were responding in Reddit saying maybe it would come. I mean, maybe it's already available, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, Pazogo, do you want to go next or shall I? Uh, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, my my top three um, in no particular order. Um, basically, for me, the, the top three... It's not about which mouse I aim best with or I, I like the most or anything like that. It's more about um, just which mice are in some way special to me or have basically some, some special place in my heart, if you want to say it like that. And for me, um, yeah, I mean, the, the first top mouse is the Logitech G403 simply because um, yeah for for whatever reason um, back when I started reviewing on Tech Power Up I just had it on my desk I think randomly and decided I'll just use it for for my control subject so for all the testing. Basically, um, it's always the same mouse uh, I'm using and basically stuck with it. Um, and ever since, it's my, it's my office mouse, productivity mouse. Basically, um, unless I'm playing some online game with uh, whatever mouse I'm reviewing at the time, I'll be using a G4 Pre instead. And... It's just very, very enjoyable. I mean, the, the shape is, in my opinion, one of the best ergonomic shapes still. Uh, sensor, of course, is really good. Which, which G403 are you using sensor-wise? Uh, the... It's the old uh, 3366. Okay. 
uh, G four three. It's actually I think it's first batch mm -hmm. one that I have. So yeah, I mean the clicks are extremely worn and incredibly light, but the, at the same time very very pleasant uh, to click. Probably my my second uh, most favorite uh, mouse in that regard. So it's just uh, a very um, yeah familiar and and yeah comfortable mouse for me. Um, yeah, do you have any any comments? Uh, well, I think that, that yeah, I used it for quite a while, and I also used the G seven hundred three, the wireless version, and yeah, I like the shape, but there is my right wrist has has that issue for a long time, and the because it's so high profile, I always like got some wrist pains after if I played for a two hour session or something like that. I got some wrist pains with that mouse, so mm -hmm. that was that was irritating because I like the shape and it, I think it has had very good coding. And as you mentioned, the clicks the clicks are like I those are one of my favorite clicks because they were so easy to actuate and so soft. So yeah, it's funny because um, when I first uh, tried the G four three, um, I too really disliked the hump and and found it quite irritating and and actually just stopped using it uh, because it was uh, that irritating but um i don't know one year later or something i i tried it tried it again and uh didn't find it irritating at all the second time so i don't know <laughs> maybe my my grip has changed or i'm just more more tolerant when it comes uh, to weird shapes but yeah these days uh, i really like it i think doesn't it like score pretty much best in all of your tests as well I, every time i look at motion <laughs> latency nothing comes close for example yeah it's it's always um basically the the yeah the baseline for everything mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I actually managed to stick with it for like four to five months when I was in between a death adder. Um, I really liked the shape. What I ended up doing, and Chris Pate, the, the product manager for ProGear, just sent me a really mean message like, what are you doing to my mouse? But I, I heated a glass and I pushed down the back right hump a little bit to make it more like a an IntelliMouse Pro or like a death adder shape. And I fell in love with it. I think they, for me, it's so close to being a perfect mouse that it was incredibly frustrating that it wasn't quite there but i you just can't you can't turn away from how well it performs like the buttons were great the the sensor late like motion latency was great uh, the side buttons perfectly positioned the coating was great didn't matter if you're straight out of a shower or whatever it didn't look nerdy either um but if they could reduce the weight and maybe just tweak the shell slightly i think they could possibly release arguably maybe the best ergonomic shell on the market I think it's like for a lot of people, kind of like the M4 for Kami's maybe, uh, a little bit like like Marmite for people. Um, you either really love it or you're kind of on the fence with it in terms of uh, comfort. At least that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I find it quite, uh, well, not quite, somewhat similar to the M4. But yeah, I haven't used it in so long that it's hard to remember, but... Yeah, I think it has some similarities to the M4. Like it's high profile. It's was it quite wide? I don't remember. I think it was wasn't that wide. 
didn't feel wider than um, uh, Death Adder. I haven't actually got it with me. I didn't yeah. didn't didn't bring it me when it, uh, bring it with me when I moved. So I keep I keep hovering over the Buy It Now page on a G seven O three, but I'm just like I I want it to be a little bit lighter, and I might give it another yeah. go. So hoping for a refresh um, this next year, I guess. Yeah. Um, so my my second pick uh, would be the. Logitech G303, uh -huh. um, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's just for me, it's it's one of those mice. Um, basically, when I plug it in, it just feels so different to any other mouse. It's just, I don't know, it's even even using it, the the way I grip it and the I, the way I I move it in game. And just uh, how I control the cursor is completely different uh, compared to any other mouse. It's just, I don't know, the shape uh, is probably part of it or a large part of it. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's all, also the clicks are just incredibly good. Um, I would say um, G303 actually has the best clicks uh, of any of any mouse, Wasn't at least. It, along uh, with the G three O two, the first mouse to have the new button tensioning system thing they were promoting on the mouse. Um, yeah, probably yes, yes, probably. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, not entirely sure, but probably yes. And to the, to this day, I think uh, no other Logitech mouse has come close uh, to. Um, implement the, the button tensioning this well. Mm. It's just um, in terms of clicks and also scroll wheel and, and shape. And personally for me, uh, in terms of aesthetics, it's probably also best looking mouse. Um, it's just special for me. It's, it's not necessar necessarily a mouse I, I feel particularly comfortable with in-game, it's just, um, yeah, very special to use it. Yeah, one thing, I used it for uh, for a while as well, I mean, it was quite popular mouse, what was it like four years ago or something, I don't exactly remember, but I used it for a, quite a while and the same thing as with the G403 is that, yeah, my right wrist again, again, made some tricks and yeah, I couldn't play with it for a long time. And that's that's the main reason why I didn't like it, and I also did not like the cable. But the same same was also true for the G403, and that brings to my question: the cable. Uh, oh well, you said that performance was not necessarily the best with the, with this one, but the cable. How important is the cable for you? Like, how important is a flexible cable? For yeah, you? I mean, um, for the longest time, I've uh, used mouse bungees, and actually. Uh, whenever I got a new mouse, I just put it into my mouse bungee without thinking much about it. But um, these days, my, my G403 is uh, clipped into this mouse bungee. And actually, I, I stopped uh, using it entirely with any new mouse. And personally, even with really bad cables, like really stiff cables, I, yeah, I don't really notice it actually these days. I don't know why, but I'm basically just minorly affected by really bad cables. 
okay. <laughs> which is I, I can't make much sense of it, but it, it doesn't doesn't annoy me these days. So yeah. G3 or four or um, G three or three cable is perfectly fine for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm still very surprised Logitech didn't capitalize on like the Shroud era and do a limited run. I mean, there's got to be some kind of reason why they didn't do it. They would have made so much money. I think now he uses the G Pro X because he has his own like special gaming line now. But um, still, they could have made a ton of money bringing that back. But yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the shape. Um, I echo exactly the same opinions when it comes to uh, the the buttons in particular. Um, and I, I personally, I, I don't find cables an issue unless it's a very light mouse, like the lighter the mouse, the more annoying cables can be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I used, I used to use a quad mouse rock and as long as I can get the cable from catching on something, um, so whether it's a quad gaming mouse rock or a Zowie Kamad too, um, yeah, it'll fix even the worst of cables for me. Unless we're talking a 40 gram mouse. I don't think anything's going to save that cable wise. All right, and my last and final pick would be the Microsoft Real Mouse Optical, <laughs> also, <laughs> also known as WMO, simply because for me it's a technological marvel, basically that a office mouse released in, I think, 2001 still is able to compete or in some aspect aspect still uh, uh, surpass uh, modern day mice. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I mean, the, just the idea that an office mouse in terms of latency um, still is this good. Uh, and, and basically aside from the malfunction speed, which is uh, really low, for, for today's standards, it's still um, really good in terms of sense of performance. And even the weight is still basically perfectly fine. I mean, it weighs around 80 gram, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, I mean, for, for the size, uh, it's pretty good even today. And uh, yeah, it's just. It's not uh, a mouse I would uh, really use much, simply because there's only that one 400 uh, CPI step. Mm -hmm. But it's just, um, yeah, nostalgic in some way. Yeah, I think I I started with a WMO, then I went to a 1.1A, then an IntelliMouse 3.0, then eventually death adder before moving into you know as many gaming mice as there are available today uh, it's an absolute classic for sure i had i stopped using it where all those old microsoft mice uh mostly because i started traveling to events and it was really annoying when you go and sit on a tournament system to have to install um things just to overclock the mouse polling rate and yeah. you'd come across issues where sometimes it just wouldn't work for some reason and uh, you just didn't have the time to deal with it but when um when Vaxi or Zygon talking about, uh, is it a WMO or 1.1A they were talking about shape similar to next? I think it was a IO shape. Actually. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. 
but I'm not sure whether it's still still a thing. I think there was some report that that they no longer plan to do it. Not sure. No, okay. Yeah, I also used the wheel mouse optical at some points, but but for me the favorite was the Intel mouse optical 1.1, and yeah, it had the same sensor, and I don't think like the sensor had like any issues mm. because what was it? The malfunction speed was quite low, but with my sensitivity, I could not really hit that in in games, if I remember correctly. I, like it never malfunctioned for yeah, me. Yeah, I least. mean it's the the malfunction speed is pretty low. It's one dot one point five meters per second, which is really easy to hit. But if you hit it, basically the only thing that happens is um, if you go any faster, it will still register as one point five. So it's just clipping the speed and it doesn't spin out or anything. I, oh, I'm okay. not sure if it's actually possible to I, make it spin I, out. I don't think it is. I remember I used it for so many years. I don't remember mine ever spinning out. I did like um, the Microsoft had a bit of a homage to the old mice in uh, IntelliMouse Pro because he had the, the sensor light, even though it's not a sensor light or whatever, but it was like a light uh, under the mouse at the back to uh, and you could make it red or whatever. Uh, think like you were back in the 90s or whenever we were using them. I, I think um, Toxic uh, uses a modded, modded version of the WMO, kind of like, I think Cypher did as well at some point, but there was a famous case where, you know, they loved the shape so much they choose to use it, but then they went to an event and they were in, it might have been the grand final. Um, I remember watching the stream and uh, his mouse broke and he had to swap mice during the final. That was yeah, precisely... I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tox is using a um, W, or, or used to use, um, actually, a uh, WMO shell with a G303 PCB inside. Okay. But I think he's actually got a lot... If I remember right, last time I checked his stream, he was testing a G-Pro X... Or G Pro Wireless, even. Yeah. Fantastic mouse, though. It's weird. Yeah, they got, they're accidentally brilliant, right? I suppose, when you look back at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a office mouse, essentially. So definitely not uh, intended for gaming. I mean, probably even the, the original uh, IntelliMouse Explorer wasn't really intended for gaming i believe it was just later yeah. when people just realized how good it is for gaming that it was actually advertised as a gaming mouse mm. yeah i don't i don't remember it being like advertised as gaming mouse ever i remember that when i played ces i don't remember what version was it but i played uh Quite quite many against many Finnish players and Scandinavian players and like a lot of people had the IntelliMouse Explorer 3.0 back then and then the IntelliMouse Optical was also one of the favorites. Like you didn't really see any other mouse back then. Then the I think MX510 from Logitech came at some point and people started to use that. But people stick with those Microsoft mouses for a long time. And yeah, in Quake Live, I at least remember Cipher playing with the wheel mouse optical still mm -hmm. back then when I started dueling. So. Insane how they and they they basically made it was accident that they made a great sensor and accident they also made great uh, great three great shapes for gaming so it's it's pretty nuts that they managed to do that and people still copy these shapes so yeah have to keep the respect for that.
True that. Right. Should I? Should I go? Go yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, mine was. It's really difficult. I have a, a a big issue deciding whether I should make a top three based on mice that I want to use myself or could use, or a top three based on mice that I'd be happy to use, but they're really there just because they're purely the best mice. Um, in the end, it's kind of like a mix of two, and I'm kind of going in a last-minute kind of thing. So I'm going to mention my top three, and then I'm going to talk about the ones afterwards, if you don't mind, about the ones that didn't quite make it in the spur of the moment. Um, so my third-place mouse, uh, and it's purely here just because I think it is arguably one of the most comfortable shapes available for people to use, uh, and it might not have the most up-to-date technology inside, but it just gets the job done. Um, and it's very unlikely you're going to have an issue with it. But it is the Zowie EC2. Uh, and not the one with the big mouse feet, which is what people are going to be expecting, but actually the one with little mouse feet that's no longer in production. Um, uh, the EC2B. Yeah, EC2B. Correct. Yeah, I wonder if I can find that. Um, but yeah, EC2B. It's just the shape... It's like, it's not too big like a Death Adder or an IntelliMouse Pro or 3.0. And it's not too small like some of the other ergonomic mice that are available today, at least in my opinion, like the Holy 6S or um, the MM530 from Cooler Master. I think it strikes a nice middle ground that it'd be very difficult to find someone that hates it. However, I'm reluctant to put it here because it, it definitely is outdated and they definitely missed just... Uh, an opportunity with the final EC2 release to put on a paracord or well a shoelace type cable and at least a 3389. Had they done that, I would have had no problem putting it at a three, but right now it was kind of like, yeah. But yeah, it's comfortable. It gets the job done. Uh, again, could have software, but I could live without it since it has enough DPI steps. Um, the side buttons could be better, I suppose, but again, I don't use spam them that, and I can roll my thumb to activate them. I think it's just a, it's a safe mouse that will allow you to perform uh, without issue. Um, that's my number three. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I think there, there are good reasons why it's probably one of or possibly actually the most... Uh, cloned uh, mouse of, of any other, um, simply because it's it's yeah it's it's a shape that works uh, with pretty much any grip, and uh, it's just um, yeah very very good mouse for pretty much anyone. Mm -hmm. Basically, I don't know of anyone who who said easy to easy to shape doesn't work for him at least to some some degree yeah yeah i used the easy to i don't remember which version i think it was just one of the initial easy twos with the 3310 sensor uh, i used it for about one and a half year i years at least and i really loved it in csn for well basically any game that i played back then it was a great mouse, but then I think at some point I uh, technology got better and the G Pro Wireless came and mm -hmm. some other mice and I just swapped because of that. And um, yeah, it's sad that they haven't haven't like upgraded their uh, shapes or their old mice more 
Zawi that is. I mean, they could make the easy to be again uh, a very good like glorious model D minus. It's, it's hard to like <laughs> hard hard to recommend the easy to be over the glorious model D minus because the model D minus is cheaper, it's lighter, it has better cable, mm-hmm. it has yeah many many advantages over the easy to be. But yeah, I do also have like a soft spot for the easy to shape and the mouse in general. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had no chance to use the the Model D minus. The thing is, I would I don't think I would buy the Model D minus because it's it's basically the same sensor, right? If the Model D minus had a thirty three eighty nine, I'd I'd consider it because then it is maybe a step up. Um, it's like the Sharkoon Light two hundred, which um, No Pilius in my stream talks about all the time. Um, that's supposed to be a similar shape as well with a thirty three eighty nine, but I just. I can't bring myself to buy a Sharkoon mouse. I, I'm yeah. sure it's fantastic, but yeah. that company, it reminds me of Trust Gaming. Again, like they can, these companies can come out with great mice, OEM, shells, whatever. It's just not a company that I I have experience with. And I, I think like that's where a lot of my, I wouldn't say loyalty lies, but like a lot of where my preferences lie is sticking to companies that I can trust or that have resonated with me somehow. So. Yeah, um, I'd like to try the Model D minus, but I think I would wait until there's real sensor step forward for me. Yeah, understood. Yeah. Uh, Pizergo, were you going to say something, or should I go on to my? Uh, no, one? no, please, please continue. Okay, so my second one, I was really stuck. So I'm originally I was going to say G seven O three wireless, however, I've not used it. So I'd be basing it on my previous history with the G403. And I remember using it and thinking again, like I mentioned earlier today, I wish it was a little bit lighter. So it really pains me not to have a Logitech mouse in my top three, because as far as I'm concerned, both Logitech and Razer are industry leading and they both should be in my top three. It's just Logitech didn't quite have a shape that fits me. So my my second place mouse is probably going to be the Extrify M4. Similar to what we were speaking about just a second ago, where it's kind of a step forward from the EC2 if the shape fits. And that's kind of going back to what Cami said earlier on today, where in that it's it's kind of like it's not for everyone. But if it is for you, I think it's it's got to be one of the best sort of newcomer like company. I mean, Extrify have been around for a while now, but with their Project 4 push and this Extrify M4, I think the only thing it's missing is liftoff distance control, but it's 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 lightweight. I didn't think I'd like a mouse with holes on the side, but it doesn't annoy me. Um, it has no smoothing all the way up to maximum values. The buttons have ridiculously low latency, um, probably on, on par to the fastest out there from Logitech as well. Um, the the cord was okay, good enough, not the best, but as far as shoelace goes, it was decent. And um, their team turned around and fixed a random bug that I found with polling rate in like a week. So um, they're clearly uh, ready to to improve and and work on their products as well. So extra five M four, I think, for my number two, even though I probably wouldn't use it myself. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the M4 was really one of those mice uh, I could just plug in and get used to within, I don't know, five minutes or something. Um, Although the the shape isn't that uh, safe, in a sense, it's not 
it's not an EC2 shape, it's it's not a G4 free shape, it's something else, but it just worked uh, incredibly well for my grip at least. I don't know what it was, but it just clicked with me immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me it was, I got the same thing now, that if I just plug it in, I can play at, at a high level any, any game, just go ahead and play. But initially, I, it took me like a week to get used to it, because it did feel, it did feel like pretty bad, <laughs> bad for me in the start, like first few days. But after I just, you know, rolled through it, it started feeling very good and it, it became one of my favorite mines, yeah. And super good quality and yeah, everything, as you said, very, very good. I don't have many, many negative aspects. The only slight negative aspect is the cable. It's not very flexible, but if you have a bungee, it's fine. Yeah, uh, the, the, it. It took me probably about five minutes as well. I, I've still I got my my PB in some of the Kovacs maps with that mouse. Um, I did struggle for a little while to get used to the liftoff distance because it is incredibly low. But as I mentioned earlier today, uh, I did actually lower my liftoff distance on a Razer mouse in Synapse for the first time in, I think, ever uh, after using it. It kind of corrected my poor form um, because there is something to be said about having a high liftoff distance and like a variable DPI because a lot of people, when they use their mice, uh, they kind of lift it at a very slight angle subconsciously when they're tracking. And when you do that, you actually alter your DPI. And you might not think it's much, but if you measure it and test it at home for yourself now, do it. measure what your 360 is or from the left to right of a mouse pad with your mouse flat, and then just lift it at a very slight angle, you'll notice it's actually quite different. So I think the M4 actually corrected my, my pretty poor form in that in that respect as well. Um, but yeah, I think they, I think it's almost a safe shape. It's just that back left, kind of where your thumb meets your palm, it kind of curves out aggressively. And if that was less aggressive, I think they would have had a winner for everybody. But it is like Marmite. And if you want something safer, if you're not sure, unfortunately, it's not easy to find in shops to try out, um, at least in the UK and Czech Republic. So uh, it's a, it's a gamble, but it could be worth it, I would say. Yeah, it's weird for me. Uh, sometimes shapes that are commonly regarded as shape uh, as uh, safe uh, really don't uh, work for me at all. And uh, on the other hand, shapes uh, which are rather strange or not necessarily ergonomic uh, work incredibly well. And just um, basically five minutes uh, to get used to and the, the M4 is one of those. Mm -hmm. So number one? Surely not the death animal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's the Razer Death out of V2 Pro. <laughs> um, it's not perfect though. I mean, it is. It's just, it, it could be a little lighter. Um, but apart, apart from that, I'm really nitpicking because I have no issues with the weight. I'm just a deaf out of guy. Um, it has a gradual slope of the back right, which I like for my kind of claw and palm hybrid grip. It means I can do like very minor uh, sort of circular motions with my fingers without moving my entire arm. And I kind of started gaming as a wrist aimer and then gradually lowered and lowered my sensitivity until I'm sort of a bit of both. Um, it's it's pretty wide and yet not too wide like the ec1 it kind of slots in between the ec1 and ec2 
Um, the mouse clicks, there's not much to say. The V2 Pros have been much improved and they're very quick. I wouldn't say they're as tactile as like Logitech buttons or as um, Extrify M4 even, my second place mouse, but they're getting there, I think every iteration. And in terms of like actual responsiveness and how fast you can hit things, uh, people poking out from corners, there's no issues. Mouse wheel, I think best in class, easy to bunny hop, not difficult to push in. They finally added some buttons on top. Um, I like the side grip coating as well. Um, no longer like on the old death adders, do they fall off in the summer, um, which sucked. But hey, uh, I will say, and I'll commend them for this, they did not sell replacement side grips. So if you contacted Razor Support because your side grips fell off, they would ask you to take photos and they'd send you a free mouse. There are other companies out there, and I won't mention names, but they sell yeah. replacement side grips for their mice because they know they fall off. Um, so yeah, I, I think just the V2 Pro kind of has it all. I'm still battling internally between wired and wireless. Um, sometimes I play in wireless, I'm fine. Other times I have a mental breakdown. I'm like, surely wired is faster. But um, I think it's, yeah, it's it's perfect, I would say. And I think the only other company that can really compete um, with the technology Razer has is Logitech. And I, I really want them to, to make a Death Adder competitor because I want to see how that would be. But yeah, um, V2 Pro. And I think uh, the only thing I'd change just before I take your feedback is the separation between the buttons. I'm not a big fan of like where the mouse wheel is, I would say. Um, it does add a little bit of sort of like horizontal play, uh, depending on where you push down the click. And I would like separate buttons like the Gladius, but hey, at least it's not like a brick. So um, yeah, that's the V2 Pro. So yeah, if you have any feedback or whatever. Yeah, the only issue with the Death Star is for me is the shape. So that's <laughs> <laughs> a big issue. <laughs> but uh, I think the Death Star V2 Pro, yeah, I, the tech is great. I mean, I don't notice like any difference, any any noticeable difference in the input lag or whatever. Mm. I mean, it feels insane, insanely fast. Uh, the clicks are like, they are super good. I think they are better than the, in the Viper Ultimate because yeah, they may, I think they made those like better all the time. They're improving them all the time. So yeah, I think the clicks feel very good on the Death Star V2 Pro. Super soft, super easy to actuate. The scroll wheel is good. Side buttons are good. There is really nothing to complain about, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I haven't gotten used to it. I'm reviewing it in about a week and I still got some time, so I'm hoping I can get used to it in that time. But yeah, some shapes are quite hard for me to get used to, and this seems to be one of those, but that's the only issue. I think it's a top tier mouse, especially for those people who don't mind the slightly higher weight. And if you want, want a large mouse, then yeah, that's a top pick. What, what I will anyone. say just before Berserk chimes in is, it's, this is an expensive mouse. And if you want to save money, buy uh, the G703 Hero Wireless, which is probably good. Haven't used it. That would be my like other alternative because $130, I'm on the US site now. It's crazy money. Um, but yeah, sorry, Pazogal. Yeah, I mean, uh, Death Adder shape uh, has always been a shape I really like. But for some reason... I never used it um, for a very long time, mm -hmm. just a couple of weeks and then on to the next one. I don't know really why I, I didn't use it for long um, because I, I really didn't have any problems with it. Generally, um, 
with uh, recent razor mice. Um, I'm really, really positively surprised just how better they are than they used to be. I mean, in the last, I don't know, two to three years, uh, I, re I really got the impression they, they stepped up the game. I don't know what changed internally at Razer, um, but yeah, at some point they just decided, okay, uh, let's let's just um, improve our stuff. And uh, ever since, it's it's really amazing um, just how many how many good releases uh, have come out from Razer recently, and the the whole technology, um, the optical switches, the wireless technology, uh, the cables feed everything just um, has seen massive improvements uh, compared to, I don't know, Death Adder Elite or Death Adder Chroma, stuff like that, or even the older Razer Mamba, which still had laser sensors and, and overall just uh, poor technology. So um, I'm really quite impressed uh, what Razer has been doing. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking at the page now. Um, one of the things I like about my my V2 Pro is the charging dock, and I I, I hope that um, Logitech, uh, for example, consider releasing a dock in future. I've seen mm -hmm. they you can buy them from um, or import them. There's someone that's made their own custom like dock for for PowerPlay supported mice. So I'm hoping we'll see a, a Logitech one in future because that's just it's just a I hate plugging my mouse in. Um, it's just, I never do, I always forget, but if I can just plop it onto a dock when I'm finished, the downside is you have to pay an extra $50 for it, but still. I just wish it wasn't so expensive. That's, I, I, that's why I am, I'm re I was really apprehensive with, as to whether I would say it for number one or not, because it's my number one, but it's just a lot of money. How is the yeah. Death V2 like? What, what is it Elite or what's the what's the newest Death version that's wired? Isn't the Death V2 just? Yes, V2. It's basically exactly the same, except it um, has the V1 of the optical switches or internally, so they feel uh, a little bit more mushy. And I wouldn't even say it's necessarily feel. It's more like an audible feeling when you click on like both that you can hear and also on your fingers. Um, so like if I'm wearing a closed headset, I can feel that I'm pressing the V2 Pro more than the V2, um, I would say. Yeah, and actually the, the basically if you get a really new batch uh, of the V2, click should actually be the same as on the Pro. Mm. Yeah, and from there, the only difference, and it's funny because no other reviewers have mentioned this yet, and Persogel hasn't reviewed it, so that's probably <laughs> why. Um, but the sensor position is raised by like, I think I would have to guess like f five millimeters, four millimeters, something like that. It doesn't make a huge difference. However, I, I'm of the opinion having the sensor raised as much as possible without it being too far forward, like toward the top of your thumb is probably preferable because you get more control i would say over uh, movements uh, you can feel it immediately if you go to a mouse that has a sensor that's too far back it just feels slow and um not floaty but just i don't know heavy to move around so i think that's like a nice little improvement as well 
Yeah, I think there's no no real science uh, behind sensor position, but just from my own experience, I did notice that basically in scenarios where I would tend to overcorrect or overshoot, I prefer lower sensor position or mm -hmm. more centered. Whereas um, when I'm just wrist aiming, uh, a more forward position is usually better simply because um, there is more of an angle with the more forward yeah. position. That wasn't it was Ninox, right? That was creating a mouse Astrum that had like yeah, customizable position, uh -huh. which is um, sounds interesting. I, again, it'd be another OCD thing that I just lose my mind over, and probably a reason why I wouldn't use it. But uh, it sounds interesting anyway. I think there's something there. Um, whether you notice it, uh, it's something you probably get over, but interesting nonetheless. Yeah. But, but we got quite good. I mean, through our our list were very different, so that that's at least good. And we got some classic, like legendary mice, like the Wilmos Optical and the Death Adder ship. So we got two of those. I mean, they are both pretty iconic. I mean, wasn't the Death Adder like the, the three point five G version or whatever whatever it was? It was pretty much the best mouse for uh, technically the best mouse for about two years or something back in the day. I think. Yeah, a lot the, of people used the it. Death Adders were great until the 2013 edition, I think it was. And that was when it was the first time people started to call, well, say the word smoothing around that era. <laughs> so that's why I started reviewing mice, um, because Razor kind of like, they, they fluffed up, uh, we'll say in PG terms. So I started reviewing mice to find a replacement because it sucked so hard. Uh, and that was also when mouse two and mouse one started to have like really big differences compared to like the previous stuff that is i don't know that mouse a, a release at least it was um not great but thankfully they've um they've saved themselves and redeemed razor the razor death adder yeah oh uh, yeah that's my top three I, I i think i could have put in the mm530 from cooler master stupidly cheap you can't go wrong for the price and Obviously, IntelliMouse Pro, but unfortunately, it's um, heavy compared to the Death Adder and such. There's no real reason to go for it over it. But yeah, I would say, and the G703 wireless again, I, I wish I tried it because I might have included it, but never used it. So those are my top three. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I checked out your stream and there was some guy ask, asking about the Zugen NB01. Not sure if he's still watching. So I don't, I still don't have mine. I will get it probably next week, but what, so, so gladly it's reviewed it and you have been using it for a week or something. So what do you guys think about the NP01? Um, yeah, well, for me, um, basically I, I really like the mouse. It's just for me on my pad, the, the feet are way too thin. I, I, I have several uh, areas on my pad where I get, quite a bit of scratching and uh, I've also measured uh, the thickness of my feet in particular and they actually are 0.4 millimeter instead of uh, 0.45 which might be the reason why I get scratching but anyway for me it's um, yeah the feet aren't that great and of course the scroll wheel is um, really bad outside of games 
other than that, um, really good mouse in my opinion. Mm, yeah, I, I didn't really talk about the scroll in my EC2, but that's primary, one of the primary reasons I stopped using it was because I would get like somebody shouting at me from the other room because it was so loud. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I, I generally I prefer the EC2 shape to the, the NP01, but I could use it. Um, I'm between samples at the moment. They sent a sample out. I have an issue with it where um, how I grip the mouse, which is basically like an EC2 or a death adder, kind of like a palm height, like finger hybrid thing. Um, I activate the side button um, when I'm just playing games normally and constantly swap to machine gun in diabotical because right below where the button is, you can activate it on my sample. Um, but how most people grip the mice, they won't have that issue. But if you are like a death adder or an EC2 person and you happen to get a bad sample like mine, you might have an issue. So they're currently sending another one to see whether it's just my my weird grip or whether it's the, um, the mouse itself and they need to look at something, I don't know. But we'll see what the second sample is like. I think it's promising though. The mouse buttons are on par, I would say, with the M4 before you go into like optical territory. They feel very, very responsive. Um, I aimed with it well immediately. And uh, providing I didn't have machine gun bound to mouse four, I had no issues with it in game, and I could probably I could probably main it. You can still feel like the ambidextrous roots at the back right a little bit, um, where it kind of raises up, and you have the little gap where your uh, sort of pinky finger is almost. But it's not as pronounced as something like on the XM one or um, even the the Viper. So yeah, it's a, a decent mouse and um, hopefully my next sample will be in a good place. Yeah, let's see how I like it. I've been, I've, I've seen reviews and I mean, most reviews that I've checked out haven't been like super that positive. I'm, I was expecting a bit more, but, but yeah, people have seemed to found some weaknesses with the mouse and the shape is not that great for everybody. And apparently the cable is not the best one, but I, I think it's going to be good enough for me. Uh, the thing with the cable, right? I don't know why people are complaining so much because it's stiff at the front where it comes out. So you don't have this cable coming into itself at all. Not that I really had that problem with other masks like the Death Adder, but even if I do it with the Death Adder on my desk now, it's pretty much the same, just a little bit less, I'd say. Um, and I think the other positive with the cable is it doesn't look cheap and tacky, which is nice. Like some shoelace cables look really, really tacky. So... I think it's in a nice place, the cable, but I can see people that prefer power cords might be a little bit like, oh, my cable's not as floppy. Um, I can see that. And I could maybe see people being annoyed by it, but I, I would happily use it myself. All right, all right. So, yeah, I don't at least have anything anything else to say about these matters, matters myself. I mean... Again, it was supposed to be about 40 minutes, but now it's one hour, six minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's my fault. I get so excited talking about certain certain mice and history. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't often get a chance to do it. My reviews are structured straight to the point. I do. I get started. I get to the end and that's it. I go play games. So, um, I think all of our sections do quite a lot. So, mm. yeah, it's not, not, not your fault at all. But yeah, uh, do you guys have anything else to say? Uh, um, 
off the top of my head, I can't think of anything too much. Like I say, I've got the Death Adder V2 Pro to review at the moment. I've been using it for months before it was released. I probably shouldn't say that. Please send me samples, Razer. So um, it's going to be an easy review for me. Uh, I've got the NP01. We'll see how that one goes. Uh, from there, I have no idea. I'm just refreshing the Logitech site, hoping for that ergo. Um, nothing else to say. It's been a good episode. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, next week, um, MP01 review will go live on Tech Power Up. And yeah, stay tuned uh, for more afterwards. Yeah, I just uploaded the extra high GP for mousepad review today. And then the next up is going to be uh, going to be the uh, Death Star V2 Pro review next week. And yeah. Just hoping to get, get, that I can get used to it, but but it's gonna be a positive review regardless. I mean, there will be people that hate it, but it's a good mouse. But yeah, so yeah, if you are not, this episode is gonna go to at least iTunes, probably on Spotify, and let's see about other other places. Also, we got accepted to iTunes at least, and there's been some uh, also accepted to Google Podcast. I don't know exactly where they host those, but. But yeah, so if you're listening on, if you happen to listen on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, you can uh, hit up NVC on Twitch TV slash just NVC, isn't it? That is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah, and then your YouTube is the same, just NVC. Is it? Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. I tried. I wanted NVC everywhere, but it's pretty much impossible. And then Nintendo decided to create something called Nintendo Voice Chat, and my hopes and dreams were crushed. So, yeah, just <laughs> NVC everywhere. Yeah, and I review mice in YouTube, and my channel is House Gaming. Uh, I also stream on YouTube. Planning to switch to Twitch soon, and then Sokol makes great reviews on Tech Power Up, and you can check them. Check them out there. Uh, I guess, and also, yeah, so also, I think, do you post those reviews also on Mouse Review Reddit? Uh, sure, so, sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so also, you can check them out there if you, uh, yeah. But that's pretty much it, I guess. Yeah, we ran a little bit longer than we thought, but, but that's fine. Uh, I think we have a couple of ideas for future episodes, but we'll talk about them, them probably this weekend or next week. And, See if we have time next week to do something. But thanks you guys for joining and thanks for all the listeners and watchers. And I guess see you next week or whenever the next episode is going to be. So thanks, everybody. Cool. All right. Thanks.